Let's go! This is Dubis's team. Going to the playoffs, we are. We're already here. Ugh, that intro is so upbeat. I know. I was thinking that. I was like, <laughs> I plan. I I planned that when we thought things were going in a different direction. Uh, we thought. Back. We, oh, go ahead. We th- we thought we were winning sixteen straight games. So, well, welcome back to the Leafs Cast. Uh, Stephen Douglas here, joined with Tim Allison for your game one post game podcast report. It was a it was a rough one. So Leafs take an L uh, 2-1 to the Montreal Canadiens in game one. <sighs> a brutal loss. I guess here, let me start with just, yeah. just a quick summary of the action. Just worst case scenario, top to bottom. So uh, the game starts out. Uh, it's in Toronto. Uh, Josh Anderson. So, okay, okay. So, so the Leafs start out. I thought we looked a little bit slow compared to the we, the We Canadians. looked s- slow we looked sloppy it was obscene the number of passes we would do that we either intercepted or off the mark or guys are just falling all over the ice like i i do wonder if part of it was uh the ice quality was coming into play like i know back in the bubble last year yeah they were complaining but it was or maybe it was like the rust of being off for five days but they did not look good and uh and that so that that resulted in a josh anderson goal uh, 12 minutes into the game where uh, kind of like what I just said, you know, I, I thought we looked a little slow, a little sluggish and he just gets behind us and uh, uh, a, a goal he scored. I want to say two or three times against the Leafs where he just, he just veers right and it goes in off the bar back of the net. It was a good shot. I mean, sure. I would have loved it if, if Campbell saved I, that, but when he's, I was, was going to say before, before that though, I, we have to talk about John Tavares. Okay. Like that ha- that happened after the John game Tavares. Recap and then talk about John Tavares. We will, t- okay. we can talk about it at length after, but yeah. So what about, is that about 10 minutes into the game? Yeah. It was before the goal. So, so yeah, about 10 minutes into the game, um, it, it started out, it was violent. I mean, the Canadians came out and they were, they were kicking the crap out of the Leafs. And I, I was saying like, this is ridiculous. Just the way that they're playing. I understand it's playoff hockey, but, and so what happens is uh, Ben Sherratt uh, hits John Tavares with a clean hit. Uh, he's in the neutral, new, neutral zone, John Tavares falling down. And right as he hits the ice, Corey Perry comes out of nowhere from behind him and knee straight to the, the face of John Tavares. And he's essentially on the ice, not moving. And, Scary stuff. That ripped the, that sucked the air out of the entire Scotiabank Arena, out of my living room, out of probably the entire uh, city of Toronto. That was terrifying to see. And then the TV, uh, the broadcasters just thought to show us the replay 8,000 times as if it was, we needed another sucker punch over and over again. I know that was, it was disgusting. I, 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 I'm not like, I guess beefing on them for showing the replay, but just like normally I feel like I could handle that kind of stuff. And I was just like, Ooh, I don't want to see that again. I don't want to see that again. Maybe it's just cause it's our boy. Yeah. So, so they, they did stretcher him off. He did give the thumbs up as he went off. Uh, Keith had a bit of an update after the game. He said that, uh, uh, Tavares was uh, conscious and communicating, and the tests have so far come back clear. Uh, they're doing more tests overnight. I I don't know what test come back clear is. Does that mean like 
are they looking for a concussion? Are they looking for a broken neck? I I don't know, but not, <laughs> yeah, definitely not so good vague. for Tavares. That yeah. is so vague. I mean, okay, well, well just, maybe it's COVID. COVID tests have come back clear, so that's good. <laughs> that was my first thought, honestly. When once he's getting stretched off, I was like, oh, he's gonna have to go to, to the hospital. He's gonna leave the bubble. He's gonna not be able to play, even if he's fine. And then I refer out that, that that was last year in the playoffs, not this year. But um, yeah, Ugh, I, PTSD of getting players stretched off in the playoffs. I would. I will be extremely shocked if he's not at minimum concussed. My goodness, he was essentially on. He was essentially like not moving by his own strength on the ice, right? The guys are picking him up. He fell over backwards. The way that yeah. he was like kind of shifting his shoulder towards his face like makes me think that it, it was like a broken collarbone. But, I don't know. It was bad. But the, he wasn't like he wasn't like you know like like squirming around on the ice like guys often do when they break a bone. So I, I don't know what it is. That's so. F- but the tests are clear, so we're fine. It, no. He's conscious and communicating. So hate to see that. I mean, just uh, hate, hate to see that. And then the guy who does it, it's Corey Perry. I, I, let's talk about yeah. the hit. I mean, yeah, if it as much as I hate Corey Perry and I know he's a history of dirty plays, I don't think this was a malicious hit. Like you look at how fast it all happens there uh, as Tavares is like spinning. I, I don't think he... And, uh, hit him in the head in purpose, and uh, so without a doubt, I mean Corey Perry is is known as one of the dirtiest players in the NHL. Consistently crossing the line, dirty shots that injure people. At first glance, I felt the same way as you, Tim. I was like, you know, okay, yes, it's Corey Perry, um, but that that was that was a crazy hit, and it all happened so fast, and. Um, so, so I, I was going to say, okay, you know, he's, he gets a pass here. It sucks that it happened. But then I thought more about it. And also seeing how it, it evidently the players responded, it didn't feel like the players necessarily thought it was 100% by accident. But I just kept, I just keep thinking more about it. That, that never happens. And maybe that, right, like that play never happens. When does that happen? Well, it's just a freak accident. And so Felino did clarify after the game. I, I Felino fought, fought Perry in the next whistle, which I didn't agree with. I thought it was pointless. But he had the quote of our captains laying on the ice. They would have done the same if it was their captain. The hit wasn't malicious. The fight takes away any gray area. Perry's a big boy. He just allows everyone to go back and play. So I, I think the consensus that wasn't malicious. It was just brutal that it happened. Leafs now have to try and figure out what's next. Well, I what I was going to say is I, I'm, star- I'm starting to not want to give Corey Perry the benefit of the doubt just because, again, that never happens. And maybe that never happens because that's an, an avoidable play. How often do we see close to that where they, they do get over the guy, right? They, you know what I but, mean? Like, but how like, is he going to get over him, that's like what jump I'm saying. over like, him? Then you have a skate close to his yeah, face. Yeah, but that happens. That happens a lot. I see that happen a ton. I never see this. You see guys jumping over people's heads while they're laying on the ice? Yeah. No. That totally happens. That totally happens. Like a skate blade inches from their face? I've they... done that. That's happened to me. I've seen it happen. That's, so, so that's, that's why not I'm safe. Saying, it just, that never happens because guys will react and, and, and jump over the player. So I, I don't know how I feel. But, it just happens. If, no, but that, that's the issue. Tavares's head was at Perry's knee height. That's mm-hmm. that's like basketball players' level of clearance when you consider their skates on there too. Sure, sure. 
And and it's the guy, and that that that's the other part of it. It, it that that that's in the back of my mind that it's the guy who did it. So, so that aside, um, um, let's, anyway. Let's so the, ga- the game continued. The game, <laughs> the game, game continued. did continue after that. Um, and the Leafs kind of continued their sloppy first period. Kind of give them a pass because obviously seeing your captain get card off the ice is messing with your head. Absolutely. Um, Period two, we looked much better. Yeah, period two, Leafs come out, and I, I thought we were looking incredible, especially Austin Matthews. In the first period, I was a little bit concerned because the the storyline going into this this game and a lot of the week is that okay, you know, if they can they shut down Austin Matthews, can they actually do it? You know, they didn't necessarily do it during the season, but there's some da- Man, data Matthew, that shows that Matthews wanted to score that power on the power play with like that last mm-hmm. minute of the first period. He so wanted that mm-hmm. goal and just hit the post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he 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 looked quiet in the first period. In the second period, did not the rest of the team. I thought was, I thought we were looking really good. Um, uh, William Nylander gets a nice goal, kind of like a greasy one. Uh, yeah, in front. I would say I would say he earned it. He had a really good, really good game. Like just noticing him all over the place. Absolutely. So so that was awesome. Uh, Leafs tie it up one one. And um, second period ends. We're going into the third, and it's tied for almost well, well, about ha- half of the period. So, so the the pe- penalties and power plays. So the Leafs. Okay, we'll 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 talk, we'll talk about this goal, and then we can get to the the penalties. But uh, so the Leafs are on a power play. Power play was not looking great tonight, and uh, they take the the puck gets past uh, Joe Thornton, and uh, it's heading back into our zone. Rasmus Sandin on his way to go pick it up. And uh, uh, Paul Byron outskates him to the puck. Sandine kind of tries to do that thing where it's just like the last ditch. Let me fall down and whack my stick at the puck. Doesn't I was going to say it was it was a great play. Like he didn't take a penalty, and but he just didn't knock the puck far enough away. And and Paul Byron, uh, it was a sweet goal. I'm going to give respect to Paul Byron. It was a sweet goal. He chips it over uh, Campbell's glove, and it goes in the back of the net. But on that one, I mean. What sand? Why is Sandine like? Did you really just get outskated by Paul Byron here? Yeah, and Campbell, like, why are you poke checking a guy who's playing the puck on his knees? Exactly. Well, it, and, it and was just yeah. So, so it was a, it was like a sucky play because you know I'm sure we we're all thinking the same thing. Like, all right, you know, routine pucks heading back into our zone. We're on a power play. Let's get it. Let's let's you know uh, reset and get back into the zone. And just like Sandine, I don't know if he was just like out for a skate and chilling out, but he gets he gets. Uh, uh, well, like Paul, Paul Byron is no Nick Bogosian. Like he's one of the faster players. He might not be Josh Anderson, but he's no slouch. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I get a teaching moment for Rasmus Sandin. Absolutely. Who, again, quarterback to the power play all night. A power play that let in more goals than it scored. I know that uh, Austin Matthews had a couple nice chances uh, off a of post. Uh, Marner was was doing his thing, but it didn't go in the net. It's yeah. still a problem. And yeah, Leafs tried to mount a back check in the dying minutes. They had like our top guys played the last four minutes of the game. Don't know. What, I mean, they dumped. They tried to do the dump and chase a little too often. Like you're four. You're on the end of a three or four minute shift. You are not winning that dump and the chase battle. But so the power plays. Were, well, I, 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 special teams. I guess was a story of the game because there was nine power plays in the game and neither team scored. <laughs> I would say it, except it wasn't. <laughs> There's neither team could. I'm not sure if it was our penalty kill looked great or or what I it was. I took it but. as our penalty kill was looking pretty great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, 
uh, the Canadians might look even worse on their power play. But so the penalties that the Leafs took, it was actually unbelievable. Three puck over glass penalties in one game. I've never seen that before. Just the dumbest rule. The first one completely caught me off guard. It was uh, some Canadian, I don't know, uh, is, du- is dumping in the zone, uh, in, into the Leafs zone. And Justin Hall throws a stick up to, I guess, bat it down, try to make a play with the puck. And it goes off of Justin Hall's stick out of play. So that constituted as a puck over glass penalty for the Leafs. I have not seen that before. It's it's bizarre. So, it's just like there's whatever the intent of that rule was when it was put in. It's just so rarely it actually accomplishes its goal. And 99% of the time, it's just a garbage penalty. They need to get rid of it. So uh, just a couple more stats before maybe we'll talk about John Tavares. So so the the shots, the Leafs led the shots in the game 35 to 30. Uh, again, both teams went uh, over on the p- power play. Uh, 15 to 13 penalty minutes, 15 for the Leafs. Uh, the Canadians out hit the Leafs 53 to 26. The hitting, and a lot of that was in the first period. But like I said at the start, they came out flying and hitting everything that moved. And not all of it was clean. I didn't like that uh, uh, Josh Anderson knee on Simmons that they kept showing on the replay. Like, might be a knee, but let's keep showing the replay. I hate that. I hate I hate how the game starts like that. I think it's stupid. Yeah, I don't know. It was... And that I, I get one, other, one other thing from the game that I noticed is like, I'm not sure if it's because Montreal's forwards were just fast or... Like whether I got, our guys would just kind of slow down, but continually they Montreal was so committed to the back check. Like we'd be coming in an odd man rush, and the Montreal would just skate it behind us, stick check, done. Absolutely, yeah. No, they looked. I, I thought the same thing. They looked fast. I don't know what it was. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and again, you mentioned the ice. I don't know, man. Maybe it was the ice because these puck over glasses were ridiculous. So yeah. Uh, something, something was up tonight. So yeah, Leafs Leafs drop game one did not look great. They look good for stretches, but the Canadians. The, I thought the Canadians really elevated their game. Josh Anderson looked awesome. Carey Price made a couple fantastic saves. Oh um, man, that two on one. Yeah, stole the stole the show. He looked he looked a lot better than we had expected. So I I don't think that it's a puzzle the Leafs can't solve. Carey Price, but. Um, they're going to have to have a, be- a better effort than that. So we'll, they'll regroup, get back at it on Saturday. Let's talk about uh, – okay, let, let, let's talk about the roster on Saturday unless unless there's something else you want to say about the game, Tim, before we move on. No, I think looking forward uh, – well, I mean, I mean, speaking of the forwards – Tests are I guess clear. We can do, I, Tests are clear, okay? So John, oh, John, John Tavares is, is not coming, coming back. back this series. He's not coming back this series. No, you if think he, so? It, it, if he's back to like the start of the next series, that would be, I will consider that a big win. Yeah, wait a minute. What am I saying? You think so? I just said he might have a broken collarbone. Yeah. So assuming yeah. that John Tavares is not back for the series, um, yeah. in the game, it, it was, I mean, the lines were insane. It felt like afterwards and you couldn't keep up, but it, it was Kerfoot that, that slotted in, right? Yeah. He, he moved up, which so, I think, which I think is the right call. I thought, yeah, I, in, in the, whatever, five, 10 minutes as John Tavares is lying on the ice. That's obviously what you're thinking is, what do we do now? Um, and yeah, it, okay, Kerfoot's the easy answer, right? Ker- Kerfoot's the yeah, easy answer. But, we keep the top line the same. Kerfoot's but I, I, on the second. I think you do more than that, though. I think you, uh, I think Nash comes out 
I think Galchenyuk and Engvall come in. I think you reunite the Hyman Engvall Mikheyev line. So so okay. so the way the way yeah, I'm looking going, at the lo- so I think you do Felino Matthews Marner on the top. Okay, they're gonna get all the hard minutes. Uh, Galchenyuk Kerfoot Nylander. That line is kind of your offensive line. Maybe shelter them a little bit, um, but at least they can still get you some goals. Hyman, Engvall, and Mikheyev, that line has shown that they are great energy. They can get it going. Yeah. Uh, might not be the defensive style where, where nothing happens with Nash is on the ice, but like I just thought Nash was like not noticeable I tonight. agree. I agree. Um, and then your last line is... I I don't know. The old, the old man line is like... I don't really know what to do with them. Uh, they had... They had a couple good moments tonight, but then the other plays were like, it would just kind of cycle. There's a bit slow. It's still t- to me, it still feels like, yeah, just the old guys that we don't want to hurt the feelings of by pulling one or two of them out of the lineup. Um, that's, that's definitely a, a, a good way to go. I, that that's probably where they end up going. I can't see, especially in a game where we score one goal, you know, maybe bringing Galchenyuk back in. Oh, it's tough though. Cause I mean, he looked great on that top line, but like he spent most of the time with John Tavares and William Melander, and John Tavares is in the lineup. Um, I I think there's okay okay. Well, my first thought right was okay. We have a we have a, a fourth line filled with two centers, right? Um, and you move Spezza up. Yeah, yeah. Do you move Spezza up so then you keep your top line the same? Because it's po- it's 100 possible that we become a a kind of a one line offense, right? Like where we're yep. really riding that top line. So that's that's the argument for not taking Zach Hyman off of it. So if you keep Zach Hyman up there and then your second line is Felino, Jason Spezza and William Nylander. And I also like that because Jason Spezza is maybe somebody who can get more out of a weapon like William Nylander than Alex Kerfoot can. Now that, although that doesn't necessarily speak to tonight where, you know, the second line has a goal, but um, yeah, I would say that Kerfoot has had some chemistry with Nylander in the past. Granted, it hasn't been at center. It's been when he's on the wing. But yeah. I, I, they've I, at least played together. Before. I think his play tonight jumping in for Tavares has warranted him getting the slot for next game, like on the second line. I think, I think you just do it. Um, and, and, and maybe, maybe we should look at it and say, I, I, I know that you're saying Hyman down Felino up. Maybe we say, Hey, you know what? Felino. And Kerfoot and uh, Nylander look good. We're keeping that line together. Oh, and put Gal on the top line, and then you put Gal. I don't, on the I don't top think Thornton. I don't think Thornton goes back on the top line. Uh, I mean, that's that's an option if you want a different look in your your fourth line. But I, I'd say the only issue with Spezza on the second line is like Spezza just doesn't play more than like twelve minutes a night. Yes, and you're gonna want like fifteen to sixteen from that second it's line. just if it's a line if it's a yeah so I, I i'm saying i agree with you that i i agree with your lines that you'd mentioned before but that that was my first thought and maybe that's how they go probably not they probably don't actually the more i say but i don't think riley nash needs to be in this lineup anymore that third line gave you nothing even though we only saw it for a few minutes uh that third line i was like okay what's the point of this and i've, I've said this before when we were talking about the the lines in the in the preview show that I don't see what the third, the defensive third line has to do at all. So, yeah, and I think I don't know if if we want to switch to the defense, but I I, I think we see Dermot on Saturday instead of Sandine. Yeah, like e- even though obviously, I mean, like the goal wasn't fully Sandine's fault. Like there's it kind a few- of was to me. It kind of was. It was. It was his fault. 
he had he had like he had like such so much room on on uh Paul Byron and Paul Byron catches him like he was being lazy and he's made a couple of moves where I feel like he's just getting cute and like he's forgetting that he's in the NHL so I'm gonna blame maybe the I don't know he, he he had like a lot of confidence like he didn't look like a rookie in his first playoff game but I think combined with the fact that you do have Dermot right right on the sidelines ready to jump in yeah it's i think if we had scored a power play goal with him out there you can make the argument he stays but like obviously he wasn't quite the solution so you can play riley more up there sure sure get a different look okay well i i think yeah i think i i kind of think i agree with you i really i was really glad that bogosian was back so I don't know. He didn't. He didn't have any uh, bone rattling hits. He was clear in the crease, though. He's clear in the crease. Yeah, that's, that's important true. against. And hey, so talking a little bit more about the game, maybe the way. I mean, John Tavares is gone. Maybe we're not a team that can score six, seven goals a night for the, for until he comes back or if he comes back. But this is still a solid defensive team, and we can win a we can win defensive games where you know it's a it's a two one type game. I think we can do that kind of thing. So. Um, yeah, didn't tonight, but I mean, we were we were right there. We had a few posts, a few Carey Price uh, unbelievable saves. Campbell played well. That was, I guess, one thing. Like, uh, no controversy, even though we lost, like, no controversy with keeping Campbell in the net over Anderson. Correct, correct. Um, yeah, uh, I guess I was bagging on him a little bit for the the goal that he let in, but he, he definitely made a couple saves, and uh, yep, he's the guy. So... Whatever it's game one, we lost it. You know what? We beat Boston game one last uh, last time we played them, right? And they came back and won the series as well. It's there's seven games to go. The best team doesn't always win the first game, and uh, uh, this is a team that throughout the series definitely faced uh, faced the uh, uh, you know a challenge and 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 didn't just fall down and die for the rest of the series. So I, I am expecting they're going to come back looking good on Saturday at home, hockey night in Canada. Uh, John Tavares is clear. I think he's going to be back in the lineup. No, I'm just kidding. But um, dreamer. If, uh, if Ryan was here, you know what he would be saying? He'd be crying. No, no, no. Oh, yes. But you know, he takes these losses harder, I think, than anybody. But you know who he'd be asking to get in the lineup? You know who it is? It's Nikki you know Rob. Nikki Rob. <laughs> That's what Ryan would be saying. I don't know. You need some maybe. goals? Get Nikki Rob in there. Oh, I'm sure he goodness. would love getting crushed every other shift by the freight train that is Montreal. All right. Uh, we said these were going to be short pods. So I think we should wrap it up. Uh, we'll be back on Saturday or maybe Sunday. I don't know. We're going to do, we're going to keep doing these things. It doesn't even feel uh, right to do uh, the, the regular outro. I'm just going to pick something else. Here we go. Yeah. Yep. We need <laughs> outro after a loss. I would say we, I did pick five games. This is the, we can just win the next four, but that was five games with John Tavares in the lineup. I so. said five games as well. I said we would lose the first one, or I said we'd lose the one that Freddie gets in in the back-to-back, but I should have known we were going to lose the first one. All right, Leafs. See you on Saturday. Uh, and fo- don't forget to follow the Twitter. We were, weren't that active uh, tonight. We were too busy being angry at Corey Perry and, John Tavares. But we've but. been tweeting a lot, and you tweet at, you tweet us at us a question or something, we will respond on the pod. So absolutely. All right, see you Saturday at the Leafs Cast. <laughs>